Hey everybody, I want to welcome you to another episode of the Life to the Fullest podcast with Ignite Life KC. This podcast equips and encourages you to live your best life and glorify Jesus as you walk out your faith life in Him. Because it's in Him that we live, we move, and we have our being. And that's found in Acts chapter 17, verse 28. If you're following along, that's in the NIV. My name is Lloyd. I'm the host for this podcast, and I want to talk to you today about Jesus being the hope of the world. That's the whole theme of this podcast episode, and we're going through the Beatitudes. We're we're going through, actually, we went through the Beatitudes a few episodes ago, and now we're in the meat of the Bible, in the book of Matthew, and we're looking at Matthew chapter 12, and we're going to go through the entire chapter we're going to start in verse 15 and here's what the word says in matthew chapter 12 15 through 21 in the nlt so let's get to it it says but jesus knew what they were planning so he left that area and many people followed him he healed all the sick among them but he warned them not to reveal who he was this fulfilled the prophecy of isaiah concerning him look at my servant whom I have chosen. He is my beloved who pleases me. I will put my spirit upon him and he will proclaim justice to the nations. He will not fight or shout or raise his voice in public. He will not cause, he will not crush the weakest reed or put out a flickering candle. Finally, he will cause justice to be victorious and his name will be the hope of all the world. So, there's a few things to unpack right here in these verses. Number one, Jesus knew what they were planning. He is the omnipotent, omnipresent, all-knowing, all-powerful Lord. And he knew what, what the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were planning. So, what did he do? He left that area. And... Naturally, because he was so amazing and so just spellbinding, almost spellbinding, people tended to follow him. I wouldn't call him spellbinding, but what I would say is that he was just naturally a natural born leader. And he's the leader of leaders because he's the king of kings. He's the Lord of Lord. He's the Lord of Lords. And he healed all the sick among them. And he revealed... And he, he revealed it who he was to them. So he revealed that he was God in the flesh, Emmanuel, who is God with us. And so that's the reason why Matthew connects this all together. He is known as the servant. He is known as the chosen servant. He is the beloved. He is the one who pleases God. In fact, God, at the time that he was baptized by his cousin, John the Baptist, God came down and showed people in a very small way who Jesus was. So John, John the baptizer, baptized him in the Jordan River. Jesus came out to see him and he said, hey, look, we've got to fulfill biblical prophecy with this act. And so I need you to baptize me. And John was like, I'm not even worthy of baptizing you. You should be baptizing me. But Jesus said, hey, cuz, we got to do this so we can fulfill all scripture. So John dipped him in the water, 
he brought him back up, and then the spirit came down and rested upon him in the form of a dove. And then a voice came out of heaven and said, This is my, this is my son whom I love. He is my beloved, and he pleases me. And then he went to proclaim justice to the nations. But first, what did he have to do? He had to go in the wilderness and be tempted for 40 days. The devil came to him and he tried to tempt him and Jesus resisted him every single time. How did he do it? He said, it is written. So that's why you see in the book of Matthew all the time, it is written. This fulfilled the prophecy written about him. And so that's where we're at today. So he proclaimed justice to the nations. He did not fight. He did not shout. He did not raise his voice in public. Sometimes he turned tables in the temple, but that's because zeal for God's house consumed him. So he got mad at people trying to make money in the house of the Lord. There's nothing wrong with making money as long as you don't do it at the expense of the house of the Lord. So you got to be careful. So he, on those occasions, he showed them who he was but he didn't crush a weakest reed he did not put out a flickering candle and he is causing justice to this day to be victorious you'll look at everything that's going on in this world and you will find out that justice God's justice is being victorious and that's why we can say with exact certainty that his name will be the hope of the world you see, that's what the book of Revelation says, if you go through and read it. It is the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus wants us on his team. Did you know that today? In verse 30 of Matthew chapter 12, it says, so this is Matthew 12, 30 through 37. I'm going to read this and then give you some tools you can use from these verses. Jesus wants us on his team. So anyone who isn't with me opposes me and anyone who isn't working with me is actually working against me. So I tell you, every sin and blasphemy can be forgiven except blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, which will never be forgiven. Anyone who speaks against the Son of Man can be forgiven, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven, either in this world or in the world to come. A tree is identified by its fruit. If a tree is good, its fruit will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. You brood of snakes. So he's talking to the Pharisees. You brood of snakes. How could evil men like you speak what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. The words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. So Jesus wants us on his team. He starts out the beginning of this and says, anyone who isn't with me opposes me. And anyone who isn't working with me is actually working against me. So all these, all these like competing 
things in this world that takes us away from a relationship with him actually works against us. It actually works against us. So we have to be identified by our fruit. You see, we got to be identified by our fruit. You see, if a tree is good, its fruit will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. So you can either have good fruit or you can have bad fruit. And I don't know about you, but I don't want bad fruit to come out of my life. I want to be known as someone who used their platform to bring glory to God. And that's why we do what we do. Because Jesus says it right there in these verses. You must give an account on Judgment Day for every idle word you speak. The words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. And if you do what Jesus says, you're in the family of God. This is the last thing I'm going to say about this. Look at these words from Jesus in Matthew 26, 40. I'm sorry, Matthew 12, 46 through 50 in the message. It says, while he was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brothers showed up. They were outside trying to get a message to him. Somebody told Jesus, your mother and brothers are out here wanting to speak with you. Jesus didn't respond directly, but said, who do you think my mother and brothers are? He then stretched out his hand towards his disciples and said, look closely, these are my mother and my brothers. Obedience is thicker than blood. The person who obeys my heavenly father's will is my brother and my sister and my mother. And that's what it says in Matthew 12, 46 through 50 in the message. So what is the message here? Jesus says, look closely. We got to look closely and do what Jesus says. So we can be in the family of God. We prove that we are in his family by doing what he says. Jesus said it right there. He said it. Obedience is thicker than blood. So when you obey God's will, you are, you are his brother, you are his sister, and you are his mother. You can be used to do great things for God's kingdom today if you let yourself be used of him. You got to be used of him. And the only way to do that is to have a relationship with him. And I never like to end a podcast without giving you the opportunity to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And I'm going to say this and then we're going to get up out of here and we'll see you next time. So say this prayer with me today. Say, dear Jesus, I believe in you and I give you my life. Thank you for your life your death on the cross and your resurrection from the grave forgive me of my sins fill me with your holy spirit thank you for saving me it's in jesus name we pray and everybody said amen hey i want to thank you guys so much for joining me today we are we are trudging not trudging we are we are plowing through the gospels to learn how to live life to the fullest. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, man, I've never, I've never visited this guy's website. Do it today. It's ignitelifekc.com. We want to hear from you. Send us a message. Tell us where you're listening from. Tell us what platform you're listening on because we're on seven, maybe eight different platforms now. I can't even keep track. We might 
we might even be on iHeartRadio as of today. I don't even know. So we are definitely we are definitely very appreciative of everyone who has listened to this podcast. I think we already have 80 downloads over five episodes. Come on, somebody. We are getting more downloads every single week, and we love it. We're averaging like 20 downloads a week. So thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you all so very much, and we will see you next time for another episode of the Life to the Fullest podcast with Ignite Life KC. Peace.